If you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and want new, better bonus content, we've had a total rebrand, we've had a total reshuffle and we're doing Patreon differently. Now on Patreon you're going to get a bonus weekly podcast with a guest. That's right, every week you're going to have a Sly Guy podcast in video and audio featuring a guest. Different each week, most weeks, maybe some repeat guests, who knows. But we've recorded the first two episodes, they're going to be there within the next couple of weeks. It'll be a fun time. As well as that, you get the bonus Extra Sly Guy podcast, which is just going to be this, but Extra Sly. So I want your questions to be slyer. I want you to, you know, just really get juicy gossip out of me, and that's going to be exclusively over on Patreon, as well as all the old things too, that it's there, the archives. If you want the Champions League Weird, the um, serial killing a podcast, the the phenomenon that is Dog Walks with Davy, which is where I just go for a walk with a dog, and... You know, that's that. But it's a lot of fun. Patreon's changing and hopefully you'll enjoy it more. For £2 a month, you get all that extra bonus content. And if you want to pay £4 a month, you get like stand-up specials and other bits and bobs all included. But guys, Patreon's where it's at. www.patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast. Back to normal proceedings. Enjoy the show. I'm the Sly Guy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sly Guy Podcast with me, your host, the Grand Slyness, the Lord himself, Dave Elliott. Hope we are all feeling good, renewed, fresh, Christmassy, New Yeary. Hope everybody is feeling good and optimistic. I mean, I think that's the main thing. This year, I hope people have a degree I mean, I hope people have a degree, but obviously as well of optimism in their lives because I know the last couple of years, let's be fair, it's been fairly shit. I know I think I'm hardly, you know, bring, bringing a, I'm, I'm hardly bringing an exclusive here when I say the last couple, they've been a bit of a write-off, a little bit shit. But thankfully, 2022 is the year for you, baby boo. Hopefully the year for me too. It's the first year I've gone into in my adult life as... Uh, I don't want to say an unemployed person, but as somebody who doesn't have a set job, you know, really speaking. So, you know, it's exciting for me. I'm here now. This is what, let me see, it's, it's coming up to two o'clock. I've been in this studio from 8am this morning with one little break to go and get a coffee, may I add? But from 8am this morning, making content. Now, has that content worked? Is it very possible that... Um, you know, may or may not have balls it up, which I do realise here I'm recording on two mics, so let me just amend that real quick. Snake Rat's probably in uh, in post-production there going, that fucking stupid idiot. What's he doing? Doing a f- two... It's only one mic now, mate. Listen, I'm learning. I'm a technological phobe, which I mean is, is for sure a technophobe, but now I am working. I'm functioning on one... I was going to say one tool, on one microphone, on one tool also, and I am delivering you the the goods that is the Sly Guy podcast. I did a couple of guest podcasts today, which I know some people have, have said that they want to uh, they want to see that. You know, I know a lot of people have um, said that they prefer the podcast to have guests. And listen, I'm a man who listens. I've said, look, I'm going to do a guest podcast. I'm not going to make it just weekly and free, like the Sly Guy podcast, because I'm going to make it exclusive from Patreon. So for £2 a month, you know, you're 50p an episode there. What about that? 
that's fair enough. If you want more stuff, pay hard here. It's all good. You know what I mean? But I'm going to start doing that. Um, I had guests today, and it was a lot of fun. It was different. I mean, for me, it was... It was just a convert, you know, a couple of nice conversations with people because I think that's interesting and that that's what we want to do. Rather than have maybe a podcast that's just like every other one, I wanted to do things a little bit differently, and that's why I've insisted on sticking to the Sly Guy podcast as a as a solo podcast. And it is what it is. So hopefully, people will enjoy that. Hopefully, people will subscribe on the Patreon. And again, like I've said, if you like the podcast, the more patrons I get, the more we earn over there. The better guests we can get, the better equipment we can get, and maybe even move a studio. Who knows? The world is butter oyster, but this is my first um my first podcast in, in like new year, new me work mode. You know, do you ever get that? Like I've just gone from working a full time job for the last thirteen years into being a full time comedian and podcaster. So it's a bit of a risk. You know, I'll be honest with you. Um do I have to throw in a little bit of a stain remover into my into my briefs in the washing machine? Yeah, I do. Because there's a bit more shit in those breaks. But hey, it is what it is. Well, the old, I think I know an old fabled commentator once said, if you don't shit yourself now and again, you know, how are you going to enjoy your life, you fucking bore? So that's where we're at. So I'm here today, I'm recording. I've taken a lot of a risk. I actually, I actually got a message there just from the snake rat. Let me just see. Um, uh, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send him a voice note now. Ben, this is a voice note you're getting live on the Sly Guy podcast whilst I'm recording. I think the audio has worked. I think I've sent it to you. And I think the video's worked. If this is the case, this is revolutionising our relationship on podcasts because you don't have to be here. I can do it myself and you can do the edit. Ali Basalan. Whatever that means. Um, but yeah, we're good. And, and, and I mean, it sounded pretty daunting when Ben was like explaining everything to me. He was like, right, set up this camera, do this, sync the audio. I was like, I made fucking sync your ma. I don't know what you're talking about here, but I think I've worked it. I have um, sound in one box. I have video in the other. Now, what I did notice, there was a little part of the, the studio there that was not painted right to the bottom. That picked up in this wide angle lens, so I had to paint that out. Also, my little decorations aren't fitting into this new wide angle lens, but it is what it is. We're trying to work it, okay? We're doing our best. We're struggling here. We are a wee independent podcast, which is just a one-man band, and we're trying to make fun content for you. So I hope the bonus episodes are well received, and I hope more patrons come on over. And I hope you enjoy what you're getting because I've decided that every single week now there will be a bonus podcast, video and audio, as well as just the audio only extra Sly Guy podcast because that's what we're working at now. And I felt the conversations I had Andrew Smith on from the Great British Bake Off and Bacon Impossible on Netflix. That was a lot of fun. We had a good fun conversation there about potential new game show ideas, TV show ideas. We discussed Bake Off. We discussed pitching show it was just a lot of fun we discussed my sisters my sisters my daughters giving him germs we discussed the works it was a lot of fun then had william thompson on where we just chatted you know we just had a conversation for an hour it was a lot of fun you know again as part of this development process that i'm going to be on over the next year at least i'm going to learn how to edit clips as well so very soon ben will be obsolete and everything will be right in the world i can produce edit do it all myself but I need to go and like pay my tax after this now before the fucking they get me and then I have to buy software that's cost a fortune to edit and do all stuff but again 
It's all for you guys. It's all for the podcast. It's all for the writer slides and it's all for Sly Hearts and that's what we're all about here, guys. Friendship. And happy new year again to everybody. I've said it once, I just kicked the I just kicked the camera there. If Ben was here, the camera would be further back and I wouldn't I wouldn't be kicking it. But we're we're learning. It is the new year, new me. I'll tell you what I will do. Actually, I will turn the, the camera around to make sure I can see myself. This is what self-editing's like. Jesus. <coughs> there we go. I'm like, I'm like Guillermo del Toro, aren't I? I'm just like fucking directing, shooting on the go, the full works. And that's what we're all about here. So yeah, I'm feeling good. It's a new year. I, I must be honest. Again, I thought I'd fucking COVID. I thought... Surely it's got me this time. Uh, I did a gig on... It was the week leading up to Christmas and there was another act on the, the gig with me who had tested positive after the gig for COVID. And I took the mic directly after that person. And I was like, for fuck's sake, if ever there was a time for me to get COVID, this is the time. I will have it. Shit. Did a PCR. Did a lateral... Or lateral flow. Sorry, I confused these. Did a lateral flow negative niche niche booked in for a pcr because was, i had symptoms you know it was coughing a lot a brand new cough which sounds like an emo band a lot of like teenage freaks would like brand new cough oh but i uh, i got that i got just really stuffed up i lost my sense of taste and smell which to be fair is still not 100 percent. and i've just been feeling really miserable but on the bright side my stinking kids and my wife had the cold too, and I say my stinking kids with love in my heart, but they are they are wee gross germ machines, and they were sick, and then I just tried to avoid it. I actually slept them on my four-year-old's bedroom floor to avoid my wife, who I thought had COVID. So until her PCR test came back, I'm like, I'm not fucking going anywhere near you. Fuck that. Slept on the four-year-old's floor for two nights, ended up near paralyzing myself, and um, overall, I thought I'll move back into the, the marital bed. If you know what I'm saying, and obviously, if you do know what I'm saying, none of that's ever going to happen. But I uh, moved back into marital bed, and I woke up in the middle of the night to see my wife asleep across the bed, looking like leaning on the pillow right at me, but just coughing directly into my face in her sleep. And I, in that instant, went, hmm, whatever it is, may or may not be COVID, certainly I'll be getting it. You know, as. You're waking up and you're like, and you just oh, oh, directly in your face. You go to yourself, yeah, whatever this is, big dog's getting hooked up with it for sure. And lo and behold, within a couple of days, it got me and I just felt miserable. I was miserable on Christmas Day. It just started to sink in around Boxing Day. So that's whenever I did my PCR test. Not Boxing Day, sorry. New Year's Christmas Eve. Who gives a fuck? Christmas Eve. Did my PCR test. Got it back on Christmas Day. Thank goodness. Clear. Still didn't feel great. Couldn't quite breathe out my nose. Still not not great with it. Now, if you are long-term listeners of the podcast, you will know I have been sick for a long time. Like, I've just been constantly unwell. And I think that's one of the downsides of having children as well as not looking after myself the way I should. So this year, a big push for me is to finally lose the weight properly, keep it off, keep healthy, exercise more, eat more greens, look after my body as well. So hopefully now that I'm doing this as a full-time job i'll have more time within the days now i must say it's two o'clock here i've been here from eight o'clock that's a long long old shift that's what you're going to get with me 
You're going to get the work, boys and girls. You're going to get Davey in the studio making content. But look, you know, it'll start off slow, but hopefully over time we build it and I feel a bit better. And part of that, I'm going to be like making a bit of a... Going to be making a, I was going to say a bit of a pace. I'm going to be making a bit of a pace about me trying to fucking lose weight. You know, I'm going to make it into the show a bit and other bits and bobs, but I'm really focused, not for my own sake really, but for my children as well. You know, I don't want to be a parent that my kids are embarrassed of. You know, I don't want to be an unhealthy parent. I don't want to be a bad example to my kids. And I honestly, I feel at the minute that that is getting towards the case. And sometimes, I know we've spoken here about depression on the podcast before, and I don't want to fucking bring people down because it's a new year, it's a new positive start. But there are things that need, you know, need to change. My relationship with food is bad. You know, to I haven't really spoken out about it but like I just don't eat the way I should eat and then it's a cycle too if you eat badly you get you get more down it fucking brings depression on it just makes you more miserable and it's a, it's a cycle that needs to be broken and, and I feel like with me at the minute it's affecting my general health like I'm always getting run down I'm more susceptible to sickness I'm constantly have a cold so I'm just going to get more vitamins into me I'm going to eat better I'm going to train more I'm going to get out and about Um, I got on the scales there and weighed myself after Christmas and I thought the, I actually thought I was going to complete the scales I got on them and I expected them to just say ERR error not today mate but surprisingly I didn't put on as much as I thought so rather than being like oh yes I'm just going to eat more my thought was you know what this is a good start let's get it down, get it down, so I'm hoping now, you know, that I can recover, get out of the sickness the next day or two and start working out again, you know, because I'm just, I can't breathe out my nose, I'm feeling miserable, my head's sore constantly, my fillings and my teeth hurt, I have a sore filling in my tooth because my head's all blocked up, so I feel like the pressure of whatever's going on in my head is making my filling sore, is that the bit mo- most bitch-like complaining you've ever, my filling sore because I've got too much in my mind? Maybe there is, but the, but the interesting um, discovery is that my, you know, the the relationship I have with food is directly correlated to my my positive or negative mental health. Well, I'm when I'm on top of the game, when I'm losing weight, when I'm eating well, I feel amazing. But when I'm not, I just feel like shit. And food is important for a reason, guys. You have to eat good food to keep you fucking healthy, don't you? You have to do it. And I just need to kick myself up the arse and do that. Sometimes it's a difficult road, but listen, I'm all for it. And what I'm actually going to do now today when I go home is send John Joe, my trainer, a, a proper response to uh, his questionnaire about like what you're going to do. Like Hulk Hogan, what you're going to do, brother, in the new year? And i tell you what, I'm going to set my goals for the year, for the weight loss, for the diet, and we're, we're going to really achieve it this year because I don't have the excuse of working a full-time job. So I'll have free, more free time in the evenings, hopefully maybe during the day, to do other things. You know, get more work done on in the gym, on the diet, just look after me. And then hopefully, you know, it reaps the rewards, all being well. That being said, I could go home and get a McDonald's on the way home or something and then just be like, fucking misery guts again, but I'll try not to. And again, everything is about trying, isn't it? So that's my, I guess, I'm not as for a guy, it's not big in New Year's resolutions. That's what I'm going to try to do this year. Get a better, not, not lose weight, get a better relationship 
with food, exercise, diet, and consistency. Um, because I've done two weeks worth two two weeks worth of work today. So I need to go out and walk a dog when I get home. You know, that's what the plan is. Get him out. Get him walked. Get my steps up. Where are my steps at? For someone that's been sitting in the studio all day, I imagine probably 237 steps I've done today. Let me see where I'm at. Oh, 3,102. It's not bad. I should get that up to the 10K if I get the dog out later, but we'll see. Um, He's sort of in the good books at the minute. He was in the bad books a couple of days ago because he escaped. He escaped on New Year's Day, and I say he escaped, we were out for a walk down around near my parents, and um, he managed to break away and escape and go from our little private area onto the coastal path, whereby there was a load of people, and he just wouldn't come back. Sea swimmers, no less. The worst group of people to disturb sea swimmers on New Year's Day. Hundreds of the bastards, and he's just fucking plodding through them stamping on picnics chasing children like again not a bad bone in the guy's body just wanting to be friends but he's so big and slobbery some people just don't want to be your friend and i know firsthand as being a big slobbery guy not always ideal now i literally as i said that i'm wiping my mouth because my dogs make me paranoid that i've got slobbers 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 i know i think i think us north downers we say slobbers got a bit of slobber around my mouth Nana fucking slabbers from the east. Not that there's anything wrong He's lived there for many years. A lot of fun times there. But also rather live north town, you know. And you know what's annoying too? As I'm talking here, my filling is getting more sore. That's not sweet. In the slightest, I would almost go as far as to say that's a problem. You know, having that... Maybe my my filling is going to burst out of my mouth. Maybe it's a, this is another thing. My problem is I am a, I'm such I'm not I'm a, as well as being a technophobe. I am a I don't want to say necrophiliac or narcoleptic. I am a person who's always sick. I am a fuck. I am a narcoleptic. No fuck. I'm not narcoleptic. Why do I want someone who's always sick, a necro, not a necrophile? That's another thing. I had a mate who used to go out with a girl who was a ne- not narcoleptic, but I was telling people she's a necrophiliac. That was awkward conversation. See my mate there, he started going out with this girl. She's a bit weird. Like, it's like, oh, really? What, what do you mean she wears? Fucking necrophiliac. So she's. They're like, what? I'm like, oh, that's all awkward, and that happens at the dinner party, if you know what I mean. And they're like, she has sex with corpses at dinner parties. No, you dirty bastard. She falls asleep. I'm like, oh, you mean an narcoleptic? I'm like, ah, one of those two is always. Oh well, what the first thing? Someone who's always negative. My wife, a pessimist. Um, somebody who is always sick. Who uh, who? No, you're probably going. No, it's not. They're not always sick. They think they're sick. Someone who always thinks they are sick I mean, look at this google search someone who always thinks they're right someone who always thinks they're sick someone who always thinks they're right someone who always thinks they know best someone who always thinks they're the victim someone who always thinks they're ill someone who always thinks they have it worse someone who always thinks the worst someone who always thinks they're dying I mean google is a lot of fun this hypochondriac Jesus Christ, we got there in the end. 
My point being, I'm a hypochondriac, so I would get a sore tooth. I would imagine there's pressure on my brain. I imagine that's doing this at my filling. I imagine it just shoots in, shoots my filling out of my mouth. Ah! And then it's just sore. That's what I imagine happens to me. When in reality, it's probably just a little bit of, uh, of of an infection in here. It'll stop. The sinuses will settle. And I'll be fine. That being said, I could die. I mean, that that would be in some respects, a lot of fun, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be a lot of banter? To be like, ah, oh, I'm always sick, and then boom, you are. It would be fun in some extent if that happened and you were able to see that from being, like if you die and you could see that, you could be, when I told her I was sick and she wouldn't believe me, and hey, who's right now? Make some dead. But then normally what happens is you die, you never see that, everybody feels sad, and yeah, it's pretty terrible. Um all round and speaking of pretty terrible all round my prediction that Gillian Maxwell would get off scot-free in her trial was entirely wrong she got done on five of the six counts so I mean what I'm going to say is stick to comedy Davey because you don't know much about the law Um. oh no what is going on I just popped on the news there because it was just you know curious to see if we're going to talk about a 28 year old man has been stabbed in Downpatrick like what are people doing Um. Oh wow, and someone attacked, in man is 20s, attacked a Newton Arts. Well that would have probably been affected my old job if we're still working there. But guess what? This is my job now. Do do do. Um, polls during a serious assault in Glenbrook Road. But that's not my air, old area anyway, so not worry. Um, but yeah, Prince Andrew's a dirty bastard, isn't he? Isn't he? Wow. An agreement between Virginia Guffrey and sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, that's the biggest mug off when you're a sex offender. Is that becomes your title. Like, I'm Lord Elliot. This guy, sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Slap it up, you. Could be key to civil case involving the Duke of York. You know what? The, this case is so stinking, and There's so many stinking things happening there um, that there's these rich pedos just fucking... Just being disgusting, and like people know about it. Julian Maxwell knows about it. Jeffrey Epstein knows about it. Well, he knew about it until he killed himself. Um, but it's just like a joke, you know. Uh, how much stinking stuff goes on that we don't know about, you know. Um, and that's where we're at the minute, you know. And I think it'd be interesting to see what happens to Julian Maxwell. Whether she'll say anything, whether she'll get killed, whether she'll die. I mean, I'm going to make this the next prediction. She'll die. The same way as old Jeffrey did, is my prediction. But I mean, I hope I'm wrong, so I wouldn't like to see anybody die. You know, where possible. And I mean, now on some occasions, some things aren't possible, some things are. But that's where we're at. Was that the point just there where I just went, yeah, I'm done a podcasting for today? I don't know, maybe. As said, it's now quarter past two. Been here for two. Six hours of just talking and podcasting. Oh no, Shane Todd sent me something. It's a photograph. Let's see what it is about. I mean, it's probably pretty personal news, but he's negative. That's great. Um, I'm also going to say... Great, I've just announced this on the podcast.
I would say great, just announced this on my pod. <laughs> Hope he's happy. And what he's done, he sent me a gif of a man um, swinging his dick, so that's that's respect. I might give him a ring here and see if it's okay that... Um, no, I won't, actually. Don't want to talk to him. Um, but it's nice. It also looks like somebody we know here, so... I'll just reply to that, and then we'll be back to business. There we are. What a that for professional? The Sly Guy Podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Now, is it brought to you in association by another company too? Possibly. But because it being Christmas and New Year, have we spoken about the switch over from December to January yet? No. But as it stands, the podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer, which, by the way, is going to be another feature on the Patreon whenever we get the creator and founder of Modest Beer on the podcast and we do a beer tasting episode. That's going to be a lot of fun, isn't it? But in the meantime, you can check out Modest Beer at www.modestbeer.co.uk or by checking out the most common place to check out anything on social media. And go over there, check them out, give them a follow, tell them Davey sent you. We're all friends here. We love each other. We look out for each other. And also, Modest Beer is delicious. I know we're trying to lose weight. I know we're trying to do dry January. I'll do dry January, but I'll have a wee Modest Beer here and there. Like, you know, whenever the Catholics are like, listen, I'll do my Lent, but also St. Patrick's Day. Same thing as that. Protestants just drink all the time. You know, and here's the thing. I am a mudblood. Like, I'm kind of a mix. So don't be offended if you're Catholic or if you're Protestant. Or be offended if you are Catholic and Protestant. I don't give a fuck. You do you, baby boo, and I'll do me, all right? But drink modest beer. Or you suck. Here we are. Let me see if he's replied anything about me giving us. No, he's happy enough for me to tell for me to tell you that he's he's clear of coronavirus. Now what I'm doing is I'm texting a lot of guys right now. A lot of guys and a lot of girls trying to figure out guests for the, the new Patreon podcast that we're doing. Because that's what we're up to. Oh, well, hold on a second. I'm just reading an article here um, about a new sketch show. I mean, amazing. That's what we need. That's what we need in 2020 is more sketch shows. There's not enough of them. We need to have more sketch comedy over here in our country. We need more sketch shows. We need them uh, in an abundance. That's what we need. And that's what I want, more sketch comedy. More comedy general. And also people too, joking aside, do support your local comedy scene at the minute because there could be gigs cancelled. I have a couple of gigs cancelled, which, you know, not ideal, especially now it's my full-time job. Uh-oh. So support us on Patreon. Support the other acts of Patreon. Support the content. Enjoy it. You know, if you can, support it. And hopefully they'll return by giving you the content that you want and desire. Or ultimately, you'll just put out a load of shite and you'll fucking be a mug. But either way, support it nonetheless. Don't be a gimp. All right. Now, speaking of gimps, time for listeners' questions. <laughs> I'm really hungry now, guys, by the way. And I would like to eat, like, chicken. I feel like I want to eat chicken and vegetables. Maybe some sweet potato. Mm. Right. Lewis sent me a link saying... This Demi Lovato story, please. I'm missing the Demi Lovato content. Yeah, I've kind of become a, a bit of a spokesperson for anything Demi Lovato does. Um, they're a fairly interesting character, to be fair. Ever since they had a stroke, I mean, they've just been being really weird. 
So it's now here's let me just get some water on board because I'm going to die because I'm not eating today. And as I pointed out, being here six hours, give me a break. Um, footage shows Demi Lovato singing to a ghost after it supposedly revealed it had experienced trauma caused by sexism. Oh no. Demi Lovato needs to stop. They just need to knock it in the head with this bullshit. They promise a ghost experience sexism. A performance that earned them a standing ovation. Oh no. Demi, just the better hair. You know, I know you're non-binary, but don't have that terrible hair. Your hair's like Mikey Carroll, the King of Chaves, that won the lottery. What are you doing? Grow your hair back. You know, be be non-binary, but just have better hair. Grow a big quiff. You know, if you want to have that look. Shave it even. Just don't have that terrible haircut. The bowl haircut you have. It's Stop. Lovato has been exploring their interest in supernatural life in recent docuseries. Unidentified with Demi Lovato. In one clip we see Lovato join their friend Matthew Scott and paranormal investigator Chris Smith to visit Vulture City, an old ghost town in Arizona. According to Peacock TV, the trio came across a spirit who had passed trauma with men while in an abandoned brothel, having set up an EMF detector, detector, defector, a special device that lets out noise whenever communication is made. Lovato asked the spirit, known as Carmen, of course it was, have you seen anything like ATs here, or UFOs, star people? Initially the machines lets off noise, but when Lovato asked Carmen if they are star person, individuals believed to have originated from another world. Wow. Um. It falls completely silent. As the two men leave the room, Lovato then says, you didn't want anything else because the boys were here. You didn't want to say anything else because the boys were here. The device then makes a noise, at which Lovato continues, oh, I get that a lot. She has a trauma. That's why she doesn't like men. And then Lovato says, Tell Karma, tells, tells Carmen, I have trauma too, and I feel you. Oh, wow. Speaking from outside the room, two men suggest Lovato sings to Carmen, Putting my defences up! What? And then they sing Skyscraper. And you will try to pull me down like a skyscraper. I mean, sing one a different song It's not your own, Demi. You know, maybe sing something by, like, I don't know, Queen or... Fleetwood Mac or something. No, don't be so egomaniacal. I know what you need, Carmen, listening to my own song, my shit hair. Vulture said he's known for ghosts that lived in an old brothel. Oh, Demi. Oh, Demi Lovato's just coming out with us. The next story, Demi Lovato blames the patriarchy for holding back. Yeah, fuck the patriarchy too, but shut up about it. Seriously, Demi. Singing the ghosts. Just go back to making good songs. You know, just do do that. Stop going around being pissed off and everything. You stupid... Do you call her a dick? Do you call them, them a dick? I don't know. They're a dick. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Adam Francois has said, As a Sheffield United fan, I assume you are because I support Arsenal, how much are you loving Rambo between the sticks? Oh, Aaron Ramsdale's fucking absolute beast. See when Arsenal bought him, I was like, nah, fuck this, don't like this guy, shite. Bin him, get rid of him, we don't need him. 
now I'm like, this guy is a beast. He save after save. What I love the most about him is he's just he's got a wee bit about him. Arsenal lack a bit of a bit of something, but he's a character and I like that. He really he loves it when we score, he gets into people. He's a fucking loves it and I love that. He's a big shit house, which I like too, you know. A big brick shit house and also just a regular shit house. <sighs> Speaking of shit house, that's probably pretty gross to listen to. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I'm very much enjoying Aaron Ramsdale between the sticks. Naomi has said Alexa being Savage AF. And it sent me a story. Which is funny, it's linked to Facebook, but it just goes to my Facebook homepage, which is my dog's like daycare. So it's just this dog that my dog just loves, just looking at me. But for whatever reason, I'll try to go back to that story and see if it... If it links me to it. Go oh, wow. Girl 10 asks Alexa for a challenge and is told to poke metal in the power outlet now. Alexa's maybe having a bad day. <coughs> Alexa's probably like me, a grumpy old bastard. It's like, you know what you can do? Stick a fork in a socket, you bastard. A woman on Twitter said her 10-year-old daughter asked Alexa on her Echo for a challenge to do and was stunned by a potentially deadly response. On Sunday, Kristen Livedal, which by the way sounds a great name, who goes by... Kivdal, because it's Kay and you get it. On the platform, share a screenshot of a message Alexa replied to. Um, here's something to find about. Blah, blah, blah. Yo, my 10 year old just asked Alexa for a challenge, and this is what she said. Some comments joked that they thought Alexa was up to no good and potentially evil. I suspect, I suspect Alexa was evil. Didn't expect Alexa was this evil, someone wrote. Houston, we have a serious problem. Now, what's good is this person could potentially make some serious dough. On Monday, Amazon Help appeared to spot Livedal's post and took to the comments the following day. Hi, we're sorry to hear this. Please reach out to us directly via this link. We hope this helps and have sent the link. Probably says kill yourself. Just be like, follow us in this link. Here's how to kill yourself. Take an OD, hang yourself, drown yourself, whatever. Because that's what Amazon's all about with Alexa. Um... But yeah, when the phone charger is plugged in halfway in the outlet and a penny touches the exposed prongs, it creates sparks and a potential fire hazard. Wow. So Alexa's just going around being a bitch for no real reason other than for her own entertainment. And to be fair, I respect that. Um, Helen again has come in with what I enjoy is Helen always opens her messages with, Am I too late here? No, Helen, you're just in time because I'm answering your question. That's how you know. Am I too late? No. When's an appropriate time to take the Christmas decorations down? I'm usually a day after Boxing Day type person, but after having a household struck by the dreaded COVID over Christmas and New Year, they're still up. I've moved the ones away from the window so the neighbours can't tell that I'm still too knackered to finish the job. So how long have I got before it's frowned upon? You know what? This is something that's caused a bit of a debate in my house. We were discussing when we take them down. I said my wife's being a wee grinch. She took she got them down New Year's Day. But when is the end of Advent? I think that's Advent. Nope, it's not because the end of Advent's the 28th of November to the 24th of December, so you can't take them down on Christmas Eve, that's sly. When is the time to take your Christmas, blood pressure is of course the first one, your Christmas 
decorations down. When is the right time to take your Christmas decorations down? Let's see what is said here. Um, the twelfth night after Christmas Day, apparently. In the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a nine-inch floppy. I wish, and that's just my wife. Um, let's see. When is the twelfth night of 2022? Here's when you should take your Christmas tree down, Helen, all right? Um, here's what the tradition says. In Christianity, no, this is just if you're a Christian. In, in, the, in Christianity, the epiphany, um, when the three wise men visited baby Jesus, happened 12 days after Christmas. So this takes place on January 6th and is seen as the end of of Christmas. So this is in fact the day this podcast comes out, the 6th of January. Get your decorations down, Helen, otherwise you're a disgrace. Um, so this takes place on the 6th of January and sees the end of Christmas. According to tradition, it's unlucky to leave your Christmas decorations up after the 12th night. So this is why people generally take their decorations down in time for January 6th. So the 12th night is Wednesday is a Wednesday on 2022. There you go. The 12th day after Christmas is the ideal time to take your decorations down. Now, we took ours down on New Year's Day, which, to be fair, actually still to this day, haven't taken the lights down at the front of my house. Fuck. I'll have to do that tomorrow. Which is a ball ache. But I will do it because I need to get the ladder out and I need to climb, blah, blah, blah. Put all the other decorations away. And, like, this is why. And I was doing a podcast there earlier and there's cuts on me and I don't want people to think like I'm having a bad time and I'm hurting myself here I just got scraped on the tree because we bought a Christmas tree from a garden centre on like Boxing Day two, three years ago or some shit probably three years ago now because of Covid and um, it was like a £300 tree but I think we paid 50 quid for it I mean I like a lot of things but a bargain's up there you know a bargain is always up there with things I Big Davey loves Big Davey loves a lot of things. You know, Big Davey loves his dog, his family. Big Davey loves Denny's. Big Davey loves a bargain. Cakes, burgers, milkshakes, Coke, ice cream, and bargains. So we got this tree, but it's a big tree. It's huge. It's about seven feet tall, um, and it's very wide with a lot of plumage. I don't know if that's the right phrase to use, or if it's a bird or a tree. Who gives a fuck? But... It's impressive, right? So, we got that. We got the tree. We um, brought it home. It's a big tree. For whatever reason, my wife just won't get it up or put it down. She just has to decorate it and the rest. It's a, She's very sexist. For some, like, I am the feminist in the house because she'll be like, well, that's your job because you're a man. You do all the carrying. I do the decorating. You do all the tidying, lifting, carrying, sweating. You do. I'll do the fun bits with the kids. <coughs> I'll be like, could the kids not help me lift this fucking monstrosity of Christmas tree? So, last year we couldn't break it into three pieces it's supposed to be broken into. It just stayed as one lump in the garage. It was too big. It blocked my mirror. I couldn't see myself working out, which is why I probably didn't get in great shape this year. But now, this year, I was able to split the tree into threes and... I was able to get it into the box as it should fit. That being said, I had to squeeze all the plumage in really tight and then tape it. So, haven't told her that yet. She'll probably listen to this podcast and scoop me and then be like, you've broken our Christmas tree. And I'll be like, you've bro- broken my heart and my life and fucking made me miserable, haven't you? So, there you go. 
only joking, obviously, I'm very happy with my life and my kids and all that shit, but to be fair, she does put me to it. She is very much a slave driver of a person. Could you, could you, anytime I have free time, could you do this? No. Why? I don't want to. Leave me alone. It's sly. <laughs> but the Christmas decorations are down. The tree is down. Festivities are over for another year. Um, all the mince pies are eaten. All the chocolates are gone. And we're just eating steamed veg. Maybe that's what I like for dinner time. Some sort of like healthy Thai meal. I would like a healthy Thai meal tonight. Thanks. And that's what I'm going to look at doing. I'm going to make myself something healthy. Lots of vegetables in it. Lots of ginger in it. You know, a bit of soy sauce. Boom. Noodles. Not rice. Fuck that. Not Italian. That's what I fancy. And I've just remembered, as I'm saying what we're going to have, I remember my wife told me she's left mince out, so I'm going to have spaghetti bolognese. So although I want something healthy and Thai, I'll be, I'll be having full spaghetti bolognese. But I'm going to look at a recipe here. This side of my face is really hot from a sore filling. That's not ideal. But we'll cope, we'll survive. And speaking of surviving, I think that'll do me for this week's podcast. It's 42 minutes. It's my fourth podcast of the day. I think on this occasion you, you'll excuse me, I hope. And I can go. Guys, it's been a pleasure. <coughs> Again, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Patreon. Get my guest podcast this week. As well as bonus episodes, other bits and bobs. And just general fun. Guys, as well, shit, something I haven't looked at in ages, is rate and review the podcast. Jeepers, what am I like? It helps it go up the charts, and I need that at the minute. You know, I need to, to get out there. So if you are listening, please share the podcast on your Instagram. <coughs> Pardon me. Please share it on your stories if you listen. You know, it just does me a favour. And I appreciate it. Now I'm going to go and take some uh, some drugs. Maybe make myself some sort of Thai food when I get home for lunch. Take care. God speak. Bye. I'm the slack guy.